The world's falling apart. If I'm going to do it, let's do it now. That's the moment where you feel like you're at your weakest and you continually choose to show up. That's the strongest. Have to say, the best freaking gift I've ever received from a client is an Udi. I cannot believe... <laughs> we need to talk about the whole conversation we had as well because for what was it? It was weeks. You were trying to get me to pick this thing and it was this colour and it was this option and I was like, bam, what are you on about? You know, what was, is this thing? I was trying to get where I wanted you to go but without giving it away, but I knew what I wanted to give you straight away. <laughs> which option was it? But which option did you secretly want me to pick? Um, Harry Potter. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Ooh, um, because no. I want our Harry Potter marathon to happen one day. And I was like, True. if you had the Udi, it would just set the vibe. <laughs> we can do Star Wars instead. So I'm wearing a grey Star Wars one. What are you currently wearing? I'm wearing my white, which is now very dirty. I know, silly choice. Um, white panda Udi because I brought it when they first launched and I was like, oh, pandas, they're fat and fluffy and that's what the Udi makes me. So I was like, this is great, this suit. So it's a vibe. <laughs> <laughs> so good but, but how are it. you it is a random wednesday night and it was a last minute heck let's do this why not just do it now you know we're spontaneous enough as we are when it comes to making changes within your brand so yeah how are you how's things how's existence and today being the tuesday well the day the world when? is seeing this is a very important Tuesday. What happened today? What happened today in my life? Absolutely nothing. I took in your business. Damn it! It's Tuesday. What's happening on Tuesday? What's happening is I am getting featured in one of the top Australian bridal magazines in Australia, which I just said twice. But I'm so excited. It's it's going to be amazing. This has been so bloody long coming. It isn't even funny. Like, I've been waiting and I've been waiting and I've been waiting and I'm like, thank fuck. Yeah. <laughs> like, thank goodness it's I know, finally right? happened. It does feel like that. It's, oh, it, it really is. And again, it's, it's. I know I say this every time. A, I'm freaking proud of what you've achieved. But B, it's a testament to what you've built and what you've truly built. And that's exactly why I was like let's spontaneously do this let's record it now because I think it's so important to dive into well what is this process right what does a brand actually mean what does actually being branded truly mean to a business owner and yeah I'd love to leave that into I want to hear about your journey as a business owner take me back to the beginning take me there and what really got you into the photography industry what really got you shooting and doing and starting this whole process really um so I always wanted to do photography for as long as I could remember I remember when Jared and I got married 
we were 19 and he said, why don't you just start now? And I was like, oh, I can't possibly do that. I can't. That's not something you've been told you can make a career out of. It's just, it's just not going to happen. I need to explore, you know, university and that's how I'm going to make a living and I'm going to make a career that way. Um, so I did that and I pulled out of university early. Jared's mom had a major accident, broke her skull and life took a different direction. Um, and a few other things happened and a car accident and life took another different direction. But Jared and I stayed together the entire time. And I went from then aspiring to go to university to aspiring to be management of a retail store, which I succeeded. And then I got there and I was like, but this doesn't feel the way it's supposed to feel. This doesn't feel the way you think it's going to feel. I'm like, I'm here. I work so hard. Why why doesn't this feel the way I want it to? And I kind of sat on that and I was like, I don't know what this feeling is. I can't, I can't understand it. Everyone just tells me to keep pushing forward. So by that point, it was just before COVID hit and I was like, oh, it's, I'll just do something else in retail and I'll step down from management. And that did help. But Again, not in the fulfillment way that I feel now. So COVID hit and I actually had work during COVID. It wasn't a matter of, oh, I don't have anything Miles will do photography. It was, well, why not do it now? <laughs> the world's falling apart. Yes. If I'm going to do it, let's do it now. So that's how I really, I suppose, pushed myself out of a typical mindset and just, I'm not going to aim for perfection. I'm just going to start. I had no idea about the business world, the entrepreneur world, none of that. I brought a camera in early 2020. It was nothing fancy. It was a point and shoot. I was so excited. <laughs> um, I got a few mentor sessions from some amazing local photographers that I admired. and. When I did those mentor sessions, that's when I realized, holy shit, you know, if they can do it, why can't I? Like, that there is literally nothing stopping me anymore. So from that moment, it changed again. I was like, okay, I'm just like, they can do it. I can do it. And it started wandering around, <laughs> making a lot of mistakes talking to the wrong people, asking the wrong people for advice, um, having to learn to stand on my own two feet. Um, when you need help the most, that doesn't necessarily mean everyone is going to be there to support you. And a lot of people in my personal life were like, oh, my God, you can't be a photographer. You, you don't have a studio. Like it didn't make sense from what they knew, which is not wrong of them. That's just what they knew. And what I was aspiring was what I had seen, which is amazing wedding photographers killing it without a studio. That's where you and I met. And <laughs> I joined no, I the, the facial expression that I'm making, like, you know, my eyebrows raising. And yeah, yeah, we met. <laughs> <laughs> we met There's several a story times. There. <laughs> yeah. We started to talk. Um, and immediately, in my opinion, we hit it off. 
Like I was like, oh, she's awesome. But I wasn't quite in that place yet. I was having some stuff happen in my life. So I was about to take time off last year for double jaw surgery. I didn't think we hit it all straight away. I was terrified. I remember that evening (laughs) so freaking vividly. It isn't even funny. It was like, literally, I had a full-blown face mask on at this point. My face was covered in clay. It was great. Skin felt amazing. (laughs) At least you saw my brilliant, radiant skin. (laughs) We talked. I remember getting on and I remember getting off the call and thinking, oh, my God, did this go right? Did this not, like... I was in full-blown panic mode, so to know, it's always funny because I think we always come at things right with our own perceptions. The fact that you came on and you messaged me and you were like, hey, I've got a face mask on, give me 10 minutes, I'm going to take it off, and then we'll jump on a call. I was like, I love her. (laughs) That's great. Just that relatability. I thought I was going, oh, God, I'm strange again. Really? It was that sentence alone. I was was in. I was in. Wow. Because it was relatable. Yeah, yeah. It felt like from day one we I was talking to a friend and it was really nice. Like the call was still, it still had its natural awkward tension points, of course, but it just immediately felt right. Wow. Yeah, well, that's how you brand. That's how you brand well. That's how you get yourself clients. Oh, that is a big crawling thing. Anyway. Just put on a face mask, tell someone you have to take it off. So we had a call, I think June, last year. May, June, yeah, yeah. Um, And I had, you know, been transparent with you and was like, hey, I'm not going to be ready to properly start, but this is kind of what I'm thinking, destination photography, wedding photography, like the big leagues, this is what I want to do. I want to excel outside my area. I don't want to be really a local photographer. I want to be a worldwide photographer. I went away, had the surgery, took the time to heal. Ever since then, it has been a nonstop. Um, I'm not even going to say race, race to the finish line. It's just been, I don't even want to say constant success, but just constant growth, constant. So like, and sometimes at points where I can't even keep up with it, which as we've discussed, is not always a good thing. <laughs> but for the, most really part, for the most part, I think it has been controllable. Um, but I went into it feeling like a fraud. Oh, my God, I can't charge this much. And I was like, I just kept saying to myself, you know, if a store can open down the road and they can charge whatever they want straight off the bat, then why shouldn't someone who runs their own business charge what they want? And not everyone agreed with me. A lot of people disagreed with me in the business world and in the personal world, but it was up to me to have that ground and stand on my own two feet and say, no, no, I am enough and I'm going to charge what I deem myself worthy. It's not about the site. It was about the brand that I was building, the person that I was becoming, the mindset that was happening, the changes that were happening, letting go of everything that I knew to allow room for everything that I could be. I love what you said, the letting go of what was in order to be able to be, because I think we all go, oh, yeah, yeah, like, you know, do it once. But I think it's something that keeps happening, right? It's something that I did a year and a half ago, a year ago, 
whenever the hell I did it, <laughs> you know, coming back from tech. Yeah, I really want to hear and hear more about that process of going from the before to the being able to stand in your ground now as you are because there was that massive transformation like you went from completely unsure of how to show up to was almost instant I've never seen this process be so smooth so what was that process like how did you actually truly embody and come to start embodying for me what you truly wanted to be um for me the first thing I did was let go of anyone who didn't support me in my personal and business life. I had to let go of that identity and that that came with its own mourning process. And I think in a way with the surgery, being such a massive surgery, it changed not a massive change in my facial features, but uh, to me it was a massive change because I knew how needed it was. It was, all right, I've let go of all that stuff mentally and physically but now I'm able to kind of represent that physically. So it was that manifestation. But um, having no community at the time and not a lot of support, and, of course, my husband's support was amazing and constant, but it's unfortunately it's not enough. Like one person is not enough. So to have you there on my team was, first of all, the biggest thing ever. It, was, it's, it still is. But what I really needed was a community behind me, and that's where Jai Long's business map course came in, and that was that was powerful. Um, but once I grew that confidence within myself, I didn't even need that. Like I became my own community, which is really cool to say. Um, but now I've got a whole bunch of people in the industry who think and correspond like me and want the same things as me. So I feel like I've built my own community over time as well. Um, but that mindset, that's where it really started was that mental transition, the physical transition, um, changing my personal life as much as my business life. And yet over time, we've been able to build our relationship while I'm building my brand and I've been able to build my own community on top of that through that confidence. How did you actively start putting all these elements, all these foundations that were put in place into actual action as well? Creating the brand. Anyone can create a website, but creating the brand that was so aligned to what I wanted when Eden and Jack booked um, they just felt like people I had known forever and it was amazing. It was amazing. And there was no question in their mind about my value or my worth because we were like three peas in a pod. <laughs> so, so every time a client would book, I could take that energy and feed it into the next client and show up the next time with a little bit more confidence and not even it's not even about the photos. The photos are going to be amazing no matter what. We're long past that. <laughs> it's just that energy and the connection every single time. And you build enough connections and you just you feel unstoppable. Yeah. And it was really it's been really cool to see you go from even in the initial point where you were pretty much just posting photos with whatever. You know what I yeah. mean? And it was quite sporadic. Cause it was kind of like, well, this is kind of like everyone else's, which sucks to say. 
It for, does. For a lot of people and a lot of brands where there aren't foundations in place, it's true, right? It's like, well, what is the true difference here? And yeah. as the moment, because this is the time that you met Aaron as well, one of the coolest things to have, we'll come back to you, copy later, because this is a whole thing. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> but it was that really cool moment of even when we were talking afterwards, it was he even said that the clarity that you had from when you guys initially talked to after you'd done all your brand foundation, started doing your strategy, was astounding. And you could really start to see it instantly. You could see that difference. You could see how, yeah, you're experimenting, but you're starting to show up. And then there's a really cool shift that happens, which changes everything. Tell me about this transition. Tell me exactly what you had to do to make this transition in terms of how you showed up as a brand. I realized that I'd from the start talked myself down in a way that I didn't even initially realize, like talked my dream down. Um, Yes, I talked about destination and everything, but there was no gap from an average wedding photographer to destinations. Like where that's a massive jump. That isn't realistically achievable. Um, So I missed a bit and that was the bit that I discovered when you started, you're all about the destinations. You're all 100% about the destinations. Destination, destination, destination. It is awesome. Yeah, it is. But it wasn't realistic. And it was almost like you could see within yourself this tear between the two halves of you. You wanted all the destination, but it also felt like you knew in yourself that it wasn't achievable. It is in the long term, but not the short term, not the short term. Yeah. So it's like I had to bring it back down a little bit, but in bringing it back down, oh, I may have I missed wouldn't call the it middle it back dream. Down, though. No? I wouldn't call it bringing no, it back I, down I, at all. I'd say you making an even bigger dream, actually, because it sounds like it sings to your bloody soul. Yeah, <laughs> a more complicated one. <laughs> Destination would be easy in comparison. <laughs> Um, no, what I decided to go down was to focus on couples that were like me, couples that I could serve. And that didn't matter if they were local, they were across Australia, they were worldwide. As long as the vibe was right, that's what I wanted to focus on. But I was leaning more into adventurous because it was tied into that destination market I think to this day that is still a part of me for sure but not as big of a part as what I thought um so the transition that you didn't exactly like me for in January was stepping into the luxury market stepping out of the low end to average wedding market to the high end market yeah no, I secretly loved you for it because I knew it was exactly what you're destined to do because you kept talking about these venues that you wanted to be at, wanted to shoot at. And I was like, but you want to do destinations. But you're talking about these venues and then you go, oh, overseas, and you gravitate towards all the overseas. Mm-hmm. And it was almost this massive disconnect. And the moment that you really found your disconnect, there was something powerful there. And I really wish I could narrow this down a lot better. Other than the fact the clarity that you got within yourself, within your vision, made everything so much easier. Not only was it like we were able to go through on our like 
scheduled, you know, update to site time, you know, and things like that. And I actually really do that to the full potential. But you're also able to, you know, actually get your copy done to speak to these clients, truly speak to these clients. And then, yeah, once that happened, everything seemed to just meld together. And I say seem to, but it's all very strategic, right? It was pure magic to watch because this is what you dream of. As a designer, as a strategist, you dream of seeing your clients do this. And it's amazing to be there. But what's it like to feel that kind of like brand transition for you too? Like what is that feeling? Like what did you feel as you were doing that Uh, as everything was kind of happening and as it's still going? For me, it was a constant learning journey, but it was a very, very intentional one. One that wasn't going to come to me. I had to seek it out. I had to seek it out very intentionally. And again, no matter what it took, um, and taking every experience that I had and almost pulling it apart, like what does this look like? What part of this is more of my ideal client? And bringing that back into what I wanted, not as like a destination kind of goal that everyone wants, which is not a bad thing, <laughs> but it's almost programmed into us to want that. Bringing it back down and going, okay, ignoring everyone else, ignoring what we're told to want. What do I want? And what does that look like for me? What does that look like for my clients? And what does that look like for my brand? And choosing to go, okay, well, if I lack the luxury wedding market, I need them to see that. How do I get them to see that? I create it. (laughs) I create what I want them to see, what I want them to feel. Yes. And I step into that mm-hmm. identity. It's, yeah, that testament to what you're actually building is huge. And that's why you're able to do things like shoot stones. Um, it's a, you know, put things together like Pananama, everything like that, all these styled shoots, all these big things. Because, again, people dream of that, but they never take the fucking action. You took the freaking action and you did it. You can't expect your clients to see what's in here. You have to show them what you want them to see, how you want them to feel and what inspires them. You show them that and they're going to book you, whatever, whatever it is that you dream about. And just having that determination not to give up no matter what is really, that's the moment where you feel like you're at your weakest and you continually choose to show up. That's the strongest. And what is that dream for you? I know it. I think we've probably talked about it, but what is, yeah, what is that dream for you? The dream back then was to build my own brand and to step into my own identity and have that confidence and that authority, almost that power to ignore everyone and really step into that. Um which 100% I did. (laughs) I did. Um, Because the people that were in my life back then, most of them, they're not important anymore. Um, What's important is me, how I feel, how I show up. And so really nurturing me in that beginning process and looking after me and surrounding myself with the right people. So did I need to learn something? Okay. I will talk to someone. I'll get a, I got a business coach. I got a brand coach. I got a copywriter. (laughs) 
I created what I needed in every aspect. Whatever I was weak in, I made it better. Versus now, my brand now is a timeless, authentic experience that is custom to each of my clients. And it brings me and my brand into every single client, but it's custom to them. And I've given myself the luxury to charge correctly, to show up correctly, to build my confidence, to build my brand at the level I need it to. So I can serve them without the burnout, without the excuses, and constantly show up, not only online, but in person for them. And that's really cool. Ultimately, what I did for you was very foundational. What you've done beyond that is just a testament. Again, it's a testament to your drive. It's a testament to your vision. It's a testament to what you really want to build. And to see you, again, step into that has been absolutely insane. It's been absolutely incredible to see you shift from feeling like you had to and do the had to things to truly embodying what you want. And I think that is the essence of being branded and finding and your brand. Yeah. And, and being successful from it without the burnout and also getting featured and getting the destination <laughs> weddings. <laughs> yes. yes. Now, earlier, you also mentioned something that I really like and I'd really like to dive into it. It's another controversial topic that people don't like me talking yeah. about, but we love That's those. Fine. We love the them. time. I know the time it takes to actually embody a brand. Rome wasn't built in the day. Brands are not built in the day. It's all no, about the building blocks. It's one, it's two, it's three. It's going, 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 right? You can't expect within, it's like posting online. You can't expect within two days for people to be booking you if you've only started posting two days before, right? Like, it just doesn't happen. Yeah, and then people get discouraged and give up. Yes, very quickly. And it's like the grit that I've seen you have because your road's probably been just that bit more difficult than a lot of people's, like, truth be told. Yeah. And the grit that you have had to do what you do, and I know a lot of people who are envious of what you've built, and when you really start to break it down with them, they're almost shocked. Mm -hmm. They're shocked to hear that it took you a year, almost, well, and quite a few months to really find that quote-unquote, and I'm going to use quote-unquote here because everyone defines their success differently, and you have to find that quote-unquote success. And they almost get discouraged. I know... There's a mutual friend of ours who was actually really encouraged by it yesterday, which was awesome to see because she was like, oh, my gosh, wait. It was almost like a sense of if Rachel can do it, I can, I can too, and that's cool. And that's why we're also seeing it. started me on my journey too, which is yes. awesome. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. even watching you build, I'm the same, like watching you build, I'm actually like, holy shit, if you can do some of the stuff you do and I can get out of bed. Right, right. It's really bad. We're in a world where we're fed by social media now constantly and we want that instant gratification, not only in life but day-to-day things, business, relationships even. People wonder why marriages aren't lasting. It's like a business. You've got to be in it for the long haul. It's like 
things will constantly go down and you got to be able to pick yourself back up and say, nope, I'm still worthy and my ideal client is right around the corner. Is that convenient when you have rent and bills to pay? Fuck no. (laughs) It's horrible. (laughs) But if you really love it and you're really connected to your brand, you do whatever it takes to get there, whatever it takes. Again, grit, determination. It's really pushed you miles in. Every time something would happen. And you'd be like, do you want, yeah, this sucks shit, but Mm. we'll get there. And we'll move mm. through it. And every fucking time you do. Yeah. Because social media is a constant highlight reel, but no one talks about the shit end of being in business and how it reminds you every single day. This client didn't book. I'm not worthy. This didn't happen the way I thought it was going to happen. I'm, I don't deserve this. No, it's not about that. It's the choice to change that mindset and go, no, no, I'm going to step up. And I'm going to do whatever I need to do. Do I need to sit and absorb this and learn from it? What else do I need to do? Is there a kink in the chain that's missing? All right, let's fix it. Am I not showcasing the right things to my ideal client? Okay, let's show it. And the success will come. You just, yeah, just got to stick with it like everything. Marriages don't last 60 years because they give up. Like my husband's nan and pop, they've been married I think over 25 years now and they have said, just like I've said in business, like there's tons of times they could have given up, but that's just not an option. It's not an option anymore. And seeing the other side of it, um, as easy as it is to focus on the negative, because that's how our brains are wired, right? We focus on the negative naturally more than the positive. But when you flip that and you choose to go, okay, what's the positive from today? this week, this month, this year, this client, and you add those up, they're actually more than the negatives. 100%. And I just, I can't, uh, there's no choice to give up anymore. There was last year <laughs> at the start <laughs> yeah, of the year. Yeah, you met me. <laughs> yeah, but the, the brand is built now and there ain't no giving up. There is just onwards and upwards from here. What has probably been your most exciting Biggest win for the week. This week? This week. <laughs> hmm. I just finished um, editing the Stones Gallery, so Stones of the Yarra Valley in Melbourne, and just hearing the feedback that I got from all the vendors that I invited in and the amount of spam of love that they have been sharing. They've been so excited to share online and share as much as possible stories, posts, everywhere. <laughs> it's just literally, it's a whole other level. It's And it's that community that I've built as well. It's amazing. We're going to go into the rapid fire. What's your favorite book? Uh, Room. The book itself is about a woman that got kidnapped um, and unfortunately sexually attacked, um, had a son and was locked in her room her whole yes. life. And then escaped. It shows that even in the worst of situations, they can see the light because they create. She creates a life for her son in that room that would be no different than anyone else on the outside. And I just, 
I think it's amazing, but it does take a particular mindset to read it. <laughs> so I don't, mm-hmm. I don't read it all the time, but it is something I come back to from time to time. If you were only to take one thing with you to an island and you could only, yeah, only take that one thing, what are you taking with you? My dog. <laughs> yeah. Hands yeah. down. Sorry, Jerry. Nala good. <laughs> Nala's a good girl. <laughs> Nala going. <laughs> That's it. And oh no. (laughs) You're going to love this last question. How do you like to have your coffee? I don't drink coffee. (laughs) So, not at all. I don't know how we're friends. Um, (laughs) You have, I mean, I have energy drinks. Does that count? It's caffeine nonetheless. I mean, I'm not picky. I would take a hot chocolate. So, maybe I have tried a mocha. Everyone's like, try a mocha. It's got chocolate. And I'm like, it's disgusting. It still has coffee in it. <laughs> That's fair. And I want to thank you for joining me today. And yeah, thank you for allowing not only me to be part of your brand and your business building journey, because I know I say it a lot, but it's honestly been a true honor. No, thank you for having me. Yeah.